Hello, everybody. Yay, Claire with Clairvoyant Psychic Medium here with Erica with Erica Lane. Yay. So <clears throat> I apologize that we are very sporadic and we have not been doing a lot with the weekly po pod bleh, podcast. Um, we want to do this more, guys, but a lot just happened. <laughs> So um, we're trying. We're going to try now. Here we go. I think that we left off last time around. Uh, it was in Aquarius season. I know that much at least. And yeah. Uh, literally, yeah, since then has been just a roller coaster. So um, forgive us, but let's look forward. <laughs> yeah, we're going to try. Um, it's hard. It's like with me, if I'm doing this by myself, I can get myself up and we can do this. But for some reason, us together, it's like come on let's do it so we're going to, we're going to try more we're gonna do it more we're going to, here we go on uh, mondays feel kind of good maybe yeah i i used to do this on mondays and it i liked the vibe of that i think because i'm always thinking on we're all always thinking yep. i think on monday about the week ahead you know it's kind of that i don't know some people yeah. it's sunday i guess now nah, sunday is like i don't want to do crap <laughs> you know what's weird though is like do you think that technically the week starts on monday or sunday i always ask that because the calendar technically yeah. starts on sunday I don't know. well the work week starts, starts on, monday. on monday okay so it's monday and uh today we have the sun in aries so we're still in aries season with the sun and is that that is making a conjunction so basically it's gonna be right on top of jupiter in aries so i actually just wrote a post about this i said that like you know throughout aries season and throughout jupiter in aries which has been bringing us a lot of learning and um abundance and luck in this area of knowing ourselves and knowing our authenticity and what we stand for and what we need to be fighting for in our lives, as well as Chiron's pass through here, which is all about healing our identity wounds. And pe when people have basically made it harder for us to step into our own authenticity or telling us that there is something innately wrong with us and who we are as humans. And so if we've been doing all the work in this area of our life, then today and tomorrow, we might be finding a lot of like things paying off in that area of our lives, like reaping <sighs> the rewards and the benefits of that. Or if, if not, nonetheless, you're going to definitely be seeing kind of like why things happened the way that they did or why you had to go through the things that you've been going through for especially the last couple of weeks and especially last week. <laughs> wow. Good. Good. Yeah. Yay. I don't know if you have <laughs> Yes, I, I have so say. many things that happened in this last week. I don't even want to unpack it right now. I'm still processing. So um, just to hear that that's going to pay off. It's going to be great. Yes, yes. <laughs> I always love uh, Jupiter's energy, especially in Aries too, you know, because I I keep seeing it. It's like that fortune favors the bold, you know. So if you have been facing your fears and going after what you know is right, then um fortune will favor you right you're going to end up reaping the rewards from that so uh another cool thing about today is that saturn you know is now in pisces which is something new since the last time we did one of these podcasts um and so with that we're bringing like a little bit more seriousness to our spiritual connection and like 
trusting in our own spiritual connection. So maybe we are starting to implement some kind of daily routine for that, or maybe we are starting to form our own boundaries and rules in life around that, right? Like to make it a more structured thing. And that is actually making a trine and a sextile to the North and South node. So we're, we're utilizing a lot of like what has happened in the past and where we are wanting to go into the future to formulate this new spiritual connection. Um, so you hang might on, be, hang on, hang on. I like saw a vision when you said that, can I poop that out? Yes, real quick? yes, please. <laughs> um, first of all, I apologize if you can hear the roosters. I know that zoom really does block out a lot of that stuff, but did I you could hear it a that? little. Just the... <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway. So what you were talking about with the North and the South node. So I think of South node as past north node as a future it's like me going into the future holding little claire's hand and we're doing this together now yes i love that I, and that's perfect that's a perfect analogy for this type of energy it is like it's like finding the like okay so like let's say that you've been through a lot of shit you know you can take two different perspectives with that you can either be like you know oh i'm such a victim why me why has all this stuff happened to me or you can find the little nuggets of spiritual connection wisdom divine purpose you know all of that like hey i had to go through this because this is now making me this type of person or this is going to help this many people now that i have been through this so um but the trick is that again it's like Saturn is a very structured, traditional, responsibility-oriented energy. So it is taking that kind of and an like, asshole. You, know, you got yeah, to say kind of an asshole. Kind <laughs> of, kind of an asshole. Kind of a grumpy old grandpa. You know, just mm -hmm. just telling Mrs. you. Trunchbull. Remember, I say Saturn is like Mrs. Trunchbull. She's fucking scary. From <laughs> Matilda. And I always think of the like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of yeah. mentality with Saturn as well. So it's interesting in the vibe of Pisces, you know, it's like, you were meant to go through that. So, you know, use this for something better. Use this for something higher than you. you there, there's something of more purpose than you might have thought previously. So to, to start implementing that in your life, and especially with the North Node and Taurus, it's materializing these things you know manifesting these things uh making sure that you're surrounding yourself with value so um i don't know did i say the miss frizzle thing on here before did we talk I'm about that okay 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 so this is let me just give you a little chunk of uh since 2017 i think so 2017 um saturn is in capricorn saturn is at home in capricorn and that is like miss trunchbull or if you haven't seen matilda and you've seen handmaid's tale that's aunt lydia fucking scary fucking yucky you know like just rules no feelings and then the past, um, whatever, the next one was Aquarius. And I've been describing this as like Meredith Grey. She is from Grey's Anatomy. So um, she is like, yes, I follow all of the rules. You must follow the rules. Do not fuck with me. But if the rules need to be bent in certain like instances, she will fucking break them because she's a fucking badass. So... That's the Aquarius. And now we have moved into Pisces and Saturn. And I've been saying that this feels like Miss Frizzle, where it's like, oh, 
there's something wrong with your colon right now, let's dive in and find out what it is. What is it spiritually? What is it really going on? Let's look at this with curious eyes. Eyes. Let's hold you. Let's nurture you. It's so cool. Okay. So that's that's my analogy for that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, I You just reminded me of something I read the other day, too. It was another analogy. It didn't have anything to do with Saturn and Pisces, but whatever it fits. It's like there was a teacher who had a glass of water with a fish in it, and he takes the fish out and just throws it on oh, the table. Oh, I read that. Yeah. So and he's okay, yeah. Ahead. And he's like, uh, he tells all of his students, he's like, I'm going to leave this room. If you pick up this fish and put it back in the cup, you're expelled, you're in trouble, like you're going to have some consequences. And so he leaves the room and all the kids are kind of just like anxious, you know, they don't want to break the rule and everything. Finally, a girl stands up and goes and puts the fish back in the cup. And the teacher comes in and was like, that was the test. Sometimes, you know, rules need to be broken when it's the right thing to do. And I think that Saturn helps us see what is the right thing to do. A lot of Saturn and Pisces people I know have a very illogical approach to their spirituality. Um, Did you say so they, illogical? Logical. Okay. Logical. You know what I'm saying? So like, kind of like, it's harder to, it's harder to bullshit them. They're going to kind of see through all of the, the bullshit, I guess, out there in the spiritual yeah. community, which is something that is, I think that we could really utilize during this time is to like, you know, there is nothing out there that holds psychics, mediums, astrologers, human design, like there's nothing out there that holds them accountable to being like real people and not just scam artists. So maybe we, we take this time to figure out something like that. Maybe we form a board, right? Like some kind of board or whatever that we can all be a part of to hold each other accountable so that we we are kind of weeding out some of the bullshit out there in the world. Um, also, mm. you know, the last time that Saturn was in Pisces, we saw a lot of stuff going on with cults getting shut down. Like that's when the whole Waco thing happened. And look, now we have that documentary coming back around to kind of like wow. those cycles happening. Right. So it is it is about calling out the bullshit as well. And I just kind of felt the need to say that we're taking that kind of rebellious spirit from Saturn and Aquarius, Aquarius, and now we're like applying that out there in the world too. Well, I think that that's because Pluto's in Aquarius now. I think that's that true. that's that's why the applying is happening. Like we have the heart of that Saturn and Pisces right now, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is what's really happening. Because I've been recognizing. Um, and this is weird I, for a lot of my clients. I think it's because it's airy season. I've been an asshole to people and <clears throat> I'm like super blunt. And I'm like, you're being fucking delusional. Wake the fuck up. Like I'm having to do that to people. And I think that that's what the Aquarius nature is having us take action on that. And the Pisces is like, it's time to fuck stop fucking stop being delusional. Yep. I, I 100% agree with that. And a lot of that too, with the Pluto, just to kind of touch on that as well, since we haven't talked about that, the Pluto transit into Aquarius, like there's all sorts of things that you can be said, can be said about that. But one thing I think will really resonate with everybody is that Aquarius is the sign of humanity. It is the sign of all of us, right? So when you add Pluto into the mix, it's like everyone is getting hit. So I know we talk a lot about in transits where they're like, oh, if you're, if you're a fixed sign, this is going to hit you harder. Or if you're a Libra, this is going to hit you harder. But like, no, this particular transit for the next 20 years is going to hit everyone because it is the transformation 
of humanity as a whole. And these Saturn and Pisces people are coming forward to really help and help out with that, you know? Mm -hmm. Ooh. <laughs> All right. We went off on a tangent, but it was a good one. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Speaking of Pluto and Aquarius, uh, Pluto is also making a trying to Venus today and tomorrow because Venus is at its very last degree in Taurus right now today. And then tomorrow it will be moving into Gemini. Um, so with that, you know, like this is, this is transformation again, and especially in the realm of your relationships or how you just relate to things in your life in general. And especially when it comes to like what we have learned through its transit in Taurus, which is again, been about looking forward with the North node there, as well as flowing with change with Uranus there. And then as well as like placing value on our relationships, like putting all of our relationships basically in front of us and then evaluating which ones hold value and which ones don't. How I gave my friend performance reviews. Perfect example. <laughs> yeah. Perfect example. Because like, if, if they're like, I, I guess, can you explain an example of a relationship that wouldn't be of value? You know, like where you kind of have that epiphany where you're like, this just isn't, this okay, just isn't well, adding anything to me, to my life. So I have a certain uh, relationship right now in my life where um, I only get guilt and shame from them to try to get me to hang out. Um, there's no benefit. Um, there's, it's only taking. Uh, so once I've recognized that, I'm definitely like, don't, I don't want to do this anymore. This doesn't feel good. This feels not real. I, you know, so yeah, it's a lot about authenticity too. Cause I think that it's just like this, this is, delusional this doesn't feel real that's awesome and i think too that what you kind of just touched on the equal energy exchange sometimes when we interact with people we feel drained and we have to really pause and take a moment to figure out why we feel drained and then we'll yeah. usually figure out where the imbalance is and if that can be fixed or not you know and if it can't be fixed then why continue to deplete yourself so uh that's important, I think, too. But with this moving into Gemini tomorrow and making this transit to Pluto, like, first of all, it's helping us kind of take action, make the transformation. So maybe we are also cutting off relationships or like, let's say that we've been too hermity for a while. Maybe we're getting out there and actually taking initiative on the relationships that we do want to have in our life. And then once it moves into Gemini, I think we're also going to have this reflection going on from the whole time that Mars was in Gemini, right? Because Mars was showing us like, I think where we were being overloaded in information was yeah. the main thing that I felt from it was like Negative destruction information. Yes. Yeah. And so we've talked with Gemini, we talk a lot about that head versus heart. So we've kind of been like head, head in it for a while now. And now I think that we're going to bring our hearts into oh, it. And that's going to show us even more like, you know, what, what is a which relationships now are a distraction, right? And which ones are actually aiding us going forward and which ones are holding us back because they are a distraction. Um, and cool. that could even like an example of that, that I could even give is like, 
I, I spend a lot of time answering like astrology questions for people, uh, you know, and that might be a distraction, right? Because if I'm mm -hmm. sitting there on my phone for like an hour, hour and a half doing this for someone when, you know, maybe, maybe you sit and think and you're like, you could easily Google this, or you could buy your own book to ah. find this out, or you could pay me for a reading or, you know, yeah. if there's all these other things that this person could be doing, like just kind of taking that stuff into account with this transit for sure. Um, and I last love thing that about you said that. <laughs> I want to just say something real quick because it's. I get a lot of people sending me questions where a lot of them are like, "I had this crazy dream," or blah, 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 blah. you know, it's like, guys, Google, Google exists. Just Google it. You, I don't, I know that it's like, a, oh, Claire, you know this, or oh, whatever, but like, oh, yeah, so. Ooh, you just also made me think too. A lot of my own personal journey, like I think I spent like the last 10 years reading, reading a bunch, you know, and researching a bunch, reading books, re like reading self-help books, like watching self-help stuff on like podcasts and YouTube and whatever. But the most significant thing for me, especially in the last couple of years is like, just figuring it out for myself, you know, because all of this advice out there is like advice that worked for someone that does not mean that it's going to work for you. And the most, the most transformative way of living your life is living it, how it will work for you, which is going to be completely different from yep. everyone else. So again, that's a distraction, right? The yep. distraction from yourself, which is so crazy to say, like, you know, self-help books are a distraction from yourself, but they can be, they really can yeah. be. Yeah. Even like what comes up into my head right now, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, like the TikTok gatekeeping when it comes to witches and spell work and metaphysical whatever. And um, just all of the stuff like I'm scrolling and it's like, OK, this person is saying that to do a love spell, you have to do this, blah, blah, blah. And like. I'm not I'm not sitting here like trying to be above anybody or whatever. I will say that this is like, I'm a good 12 years, 13 years into this. So like, um, I know what works for me. I don't know if that's going to work for you. That is something that I can feel in people though. Like, oh, you're good with fairy magic or, oh, you're good with blah, blah, blah. You know, like for me personally, I'm good with like candles, candle magic, stuff like that. Probably because of my Aries moon. I don't fucking know. I just have tried so many things. That's the thing that works for me. And that's what you need to do. Don't go on TikTok and be like, this girl said that I have to write on a bay leaf and pee on it and then burn it. Like, it's not, that's not. Mm -mm. No, it is, it is like. It's really frustrating for me, especially because I just know a lot of people get into this community because of how their questions were answered in the religious community that they may have come from. Oh, and then yeah. they do the same thing and implement all of these obscene rules yeah. that they can't. And and you ask the questions and they're like, just have faith, just believe. It's like, how is that any different from the yeah. toxic bullshit everyone was trying to get um, out of? And I get a question a lot too about like, well, can I go buy my own tarot cards? I was told yeah. that someone had to gift me my tarot cards. Like, yeah, you can buy your own tarot cards. Yeah. Like, how do you think we Whatever have the all the tarot you cards? Want, guys. <laughs> this is 2000. 2000. Is that? No. 20,000. What is my brain is just, I'm having a stroke. What the fuck? 2023. <laughs> it is 2000. Okay, 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is this year. This is fucking like, 
there doesn't need to be any gatekeeping. There doesn't need to be anything. You guys just do your own fucking thing. You know what I wish so bad is that I could delete all social media and just be out here. Oh, like, I've been thinking about that so much lately too. And it, it, it does honestly suck that the only way right now to be able to do okay in business is to utilize. But, you know, like for me, I just actually had this come up yesterday where somebody's like, oh, did you see my post? Or, oh, did you see my post? And I'm like, honestly, you guys, like I get on, I make the post and I try to get the same. F out of there because yeah, it's just I'm never too much. On. Yeah. And I think that the more, again, like when you're working on your self-awareness, what works and what doesn't work for you, you might be scrolling through Facebook and start real, like noticing like, oh, this feels gross. Yeah. Or like, you know, and then take action on it. Like do something yeah. about that. Okay. Last thing about today, the moon is also in Sagittarius. So when it comes to, remember, we are now also after the full moon, we are still in the cycle of releasing until the next new moon comes, which is going to be in Aries again. And we can, we will talk about that going forward because that's just a whole crazy thing in and of it, in and of itself. But in this releasing phase now with the moon in Sagittarius, I love this with this whole Jupiter conjunction today because Jupiter is the ruling planet of Sagittarius. So take the time today and tomorrow to really be like learning just be learning about yourself learning about this journey you've been on learning about where you want to go in the future and uh being open-minded to all of the possibilities and all of the ways that luck and abundance can come into you and using your emotions as well as a Think of your emotions as the greatest book you'll ever read. You know, they teach you so much about yourself. And I think that's all I want to say about today. Do you have anything to add to that? Um, other than the fact that, like, I, I know, I don't know if it's just because I have Aries energy or because today is a fire moon. Um, things are irritable. Things are, don't feel good. So just really try to implement that, that Pisces spirituality that you've been wanting to doing. Like I, okay. First of all, I have to say this. We are in Mercury shadow phase and Mercury will be going retrograde in Taurus. And I can't fucking talk. It has been happening so much since that happened. Like I, I don't even, okay. I just had to say that. So bear with me. That's going to be a thing. Um, okay. So back to people making me angry. What was it? What was I talking about? You're saying that things have been irritable. Um, and to utilize, you know, some of the like Piscean energy that we oh, have yeah. going on right now. <clears throat> so, um, what I've been doing is I think I said this last time too, and I've continued to do this is I wake up very early and I have time to myself. So one thing about me is that I made um, one of the rooms in our house, a uh, little Claire's room. And so it's like, <clears throat> I'm decorating it, like all me, like 90 stuff, just fun. But anyways, I spend time in that room to really like wake up and allow myself to ease into the day and meditate if I want to meditate. But the main thing is that I ease myself into waking up. And that is changed my life. 
because in the hustle culture, in the work culture, I see it with my husband. Like every single thing is like, wake up and go, you know, like all of that. And oh God, if I get to ease it, my day is Gucci. You know, something cool about what you just said. Uh, I, I saw something else somewhere else uh, about how like, you know, men, they wake up with this like burst of testosterone, which is why they have like morning wood and women don't have that. You know, we don't have that burst of testosterone in the morning. So actually like what you just said is what women are in general supposed to be doing uh, is kind of ease, ease, wake up throughout the day. And I can totally relate to that. Me and my boyfriend are like, you know, that exact same way as well. And I noticed too, that like when I, don't look at my phone first thing in the morning yeah. too has made a big difference because then again, I'm not distracting myself from like feeling my body and feeling yeah. like, you know, whatever I need to do to get myself awake. And, uh, I think that, I think that's been really helpful too. And I had something else to say, but of course now it's gone. So oh. yeah. Oh, I gotta sit differently. Okay. <laughs> Are we on tomorrow? Yes. So tomorrow Venus is going to move into Gemini. We talked about that a bit already, but I did want to, this is the only kind of like planetary movement into signs that we have going on this week. Uh, so that'll probably be like the biggest thing that we notice, I guess, you know, it's, it's not just an aspect thing. So I did also just want to quickly read off the challenge with that gate because it's going to be moving gates in the human design realm as well uh so the challenge with venus moving into this new gate and this new sign is to be patient and master the ability to wait to be prepared and watchful but resist the urge to act if the timing isn't right or if there are details that still need to be readied Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like I like that though. It's like don't be impulsive. You know, obviously Gemini throws a lot of information at you and your head might get in the way and want you to kind of just like jump on something, but maybe it doesn't like you like you're gonna know that the time is right when your heart like eases your mind, you know, when you can kind of feel that relationship going on between both of them that are like you know i know this is logically right for me and i can feel in my heart that it is right for me uh okay. if it's not both of those things you know problems i love what you just said however that feels very taurus energy to what you just said and we are not in taurus season we are not in taurus season yet so for the next like week and a half we are going to be patient in airy season. That doesn't feel good. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that's, you just reminded me of what I was going to say before we moved on. So another thing, when I did my new moon in Aries workshop, so this is all still very relevant because we are in this season and we are going to have a second new moon um, in this sign. What I did or like what my challenge was to all of my class is that you need to come up with like a one sentence oath, right? Like an oath that you stand for. So like, for example, I can't remember mine. Mine was like something about like being authentic and having integrity or something like that, right? I made this oath to myself. And now, like you said, there's a bunch of like little things that are very frustrating. There's a bunch of little things wanting to like 
be petty to start a fight like there's fighty kind of energy out there but if you always bring everything back to the sentence to this oath that you're keeping then you can kind of start to differentiate what is worth fighting for and what is it because that's kind of the whole point of it is like is this is this fight a waste of my time is there going to be no winners in this fight or is this the right thing for me to be standing up for and fighting for and making a stand mm. for and what did you do that for the new moon Yes. So the new moon in Aries workshop that I did at the okay. at Wild Root Yoga yeah. Studio. Cool. So it could be like I am statements. It could be like any. I have something that I did in a workshop one time where it's like, <clears throat> I I don't fuck. I can't even remember. But basically, you could kind of say like, <clears throat> I love the life that I have created with my home, family, animals, husband. And I am authentically myself and unapologetically loved. Oh, God, that was good. <laughs> is that along the lines or is yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. So then like basically like let's say that your uncle gets a hold of you and he's like, I, I'm really mad about this and you pissed me off five years ago and yeah. I want to like. None of that matters. You. Well, Cause yeah, because you're like, exactly. You're like, filter that through back through that oath, you know, that you're sticking mm -hmm. to this whole this entire season. And like, if it's not within that realm of things in your life, then, you know, sorry, I don't have time to. This isn't worth Love fighting it. for. And yeah. the, new, the next new moon is on the 19th. So just to tell you, because it's the same one, we'll still be using that energy. Cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So also just to throw that out there too, I'm not doing a new moon ceremony for this one, right? Because it's the same thing. Um, it's just, I want to say that it's like the first one, you might not have been completely clear, right? You might've still been kind of just like, mm. but then this one, because that happened at the very first degree of Aries, this is happening at the very last degree of Aries. So that might be like, you know, we wanted to talk about this season coming up and just really amping everything up with everything going direct and everything. But just keep in mind that that might actually be happening at this next new moon. So the next time that I do a workshop will be when the new moon is in Taurus, because then we'll be in different energy at that time. Okay. So also the moon will move into Capricorn on Tuesday. And so just in that, I don't really like the moon in Capricorn personally. It's always kind of a confusing time for me uh, or just kind of heavy, I guess feels like a lot of pressure or whatever to me, but it's, it's like kind of just to get your shit together moon is how I would explain it. I feel that the moon in Capricorn for me Oh, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> um, is now I want to know why I'm going to look at my chart really quick. I don't know why, but I feel like the moon in Capricorn for me is always a time to just kind of like really ground and rest in my accomplishments and what I've done and something like that. So that's really good. My Capricorn stuff is Jupiter, Mercury, and Neptune in like the ninth house. Oh, well, you just have the, everything that you've learned, right? All oh. the journeys that you've been on and whatnot. <laughs> Perfect. Mine's in the fourth house, which I have a whole ass stellium there. So I feel like maybe that's why it's pressure because it's just a lot of like 
family like it's all like my capricorn energy is like very much like matriarchal kind of energy it's like you know having my house in order and my kids in order and like that kind of stuff so it just like amps up the pressure but you can figure that out for yourself you know like claire just did which is cool and then it kind of gives you more insight into how that you know plays out for you but i think in general for everyone it's just going to kind of play into that saturn and pisces as well you know light that up a little bit and it's Make a good, it it's a, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's a good day to start that, you know, implementing that spiritual practice yeah. into your life. Like what Claire said, if it's like, I'm going to start easing into my day, or maybe it's, I'm going to start meditating, or maybe it's, I'm going to start this yoga thing, or I'm yep. going to reach out and start finding other people out there that I can, you know, be in community with because. Or start up, start up life coaching with either of us. You need to be keeping yourself accountable, whatever it is. Reach out to healers. It's time to get your shit together. And you know, too, that that plays into whatever house this falls in for you. Like for me, it's in my sixth house. So this is me getting, you know, getting my health in order and Mm. that kind of stuff. Right. Like, okay, so whatever. Hmm. Let's move on Wednesday. um, So Wednesday, the sun will have passed Jupiter. So we'll be done with that. That lucky Aries conjunction happening um and the moon is still in capricorn and that's that's basically about all that's going on that day so i think maybe like once we are kind of moved past all of that stuff going on in aries and now this it's just the sun in aries you know so it's just that straight light shining i guess of like that authenticity right without all the other stuff uh adding influence to it and then also the moon in capricorn is like I think thinking about success, thinking about what is the next step that I need to make, you know, uh, planning and plotting as well. Like maybe you take your goals and you start to, you know, see like, okay, well, this is my big long-term goal because Capricorn is also thinking long-term, you know, and you take that and then start to piece it into like smaller segments. So like in order to get to this long-term goal, what do I need to be doing weekly? What do I need to be doing monthly, daily, whatever? Uh, would be a good time for that as well. If you've got anything to add to that. Nope. Okay. So then Thursday, um, the moon is going to move into Aquarius and it's going to make a conjunction to Pluto when it first moves into Aquarius. So Thursday might be deep. That's the way I want to say it. It might be, there might be some deep shit happening that day. And it might not feel good. A lot of people don't like Pluto energy in general. Um, And we might also see a lot of things going on in the collective that could be a little bit crazy. So like, you know, maybe the news is extra crazy that day. Um, And it's also going to square the North Node and the South Node still too. So uh, it's just kind of not as good feels on Thursday, but... You know me always wanting to add some positive aspect to it. Uh, it is good though because it's it's transformational. You have to do that. Yeah. yeah, right. The good and the bad. It has to be equal. It's yeah. So I, I think, think that, that this with this. So <clears throat> the moon is in Capricorn. No, Aquarius. You said okay. So Aquarius yes. energy into with Aries, Aquarius. It's going to be with other people. It's going to be with, and then the past and the stuff. So yeah, this is really transformational. I think that this could be like 
we're getting over something that somebody in the past did to us. And now look at all the people that we have here. We have to remember that like, yes, we have to feel that, but look at what we have now too. So I guess keep that in mind. And if you don't have anything now, you should have been fucking planning that on Wednesday. Who are the people that you need to be doing? Maybe setting up therapy, maybe setting up life coaching, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. I think too, it's like, it's like, don't be scared to go deep. That's the main advice that I have with that. And what, and what I really mean by that is like, let's say that is a crazy news day. Let's say that there's, you know, people out there just doing wackadoo shit all day. Instead of just like, oh, this is so angry. Like, I'm so angry that everyone's doing these wackadoo things out there. Like, kind of just take a deep breath and be like, why are they? Like, what's going on in the psychology of this person? What is in the shadow of this person that they're not facing? They're too scared to face their shadow. I need to give them my love. You know, like that kind of thing. Like, yeah, I think that just that's just the main thing. Don't be scared to go deep and look at, look at all the deeper levels and layers and meanings to the things going on in your life and your own emotions the emotions that you feel that day too for sure um i have to share something really quick <clears throat> um, go for it okay so in the beginning of the pandemic in 2020 nako those of you that don't know who nako is nako and the medicine for the people nako bear whatever he is a singer songwriter musician and he got canceled at some point during the pandemic i don't know what happened uh my husband did all of the research and ended up finding out that it wasn't um as okay i don't know how to say this I don't know how to say this. Um, I'm just going to say it. It wasn't as bad as people were making it out to be. People were making it be like he sexually assaulted people, whatever, you know, um, and just completely canceled him, took him off of everything. He's not allowed to play shows like anywhere. Um, mind you, this person, Nako, has changed so many people's lives. His music has healed oh my god it has healed me it, it like all through the pandemic that is what like brought me through every single day sunday service it was oh i loved it and that was a, my wedding song we're on time like that was a whole thing so yesterday i'm sitting in my little claire's room and i'm just having a gay old time and then i get on instagram and i see he's live he's doing a sunday service he hasn't done it in so long because people canceled him or whatever. And yes, he was awkward. Yes, I could tell it felt weird. He had other people in front of him because I knew that he thought that like no one was going to be showing up. But he transformed, he healed, and he is back to still try to heal people. Aquarius energy. But like the main thing that I'm saying with all of this is that even though you might have done something bad in the past, everybody does. Everyone does. Men were taught to be shitty. They were. But they can learn. They can. A lot of them don't. A lot of them are fucking shitty. But some do. And this man has. And he's wrote music about it. And he's whatever. So that's the energy that I'm feeling. Like I really love... About. 
I really love, love, love that you said that because I think that that is going to be a major shift in humanity as a whole. We have been trying to place everything in these little boxes, right? Like little boxes yeah. on the hillside. And like things aren't that fucking black and white. Things no. aren't that binary. Things aren't yes or no. Things are yeah. very colorful and complex and people can change and some people don't change and people do things they do for all these subconscious reasons that they might not even be aware of and you know on and on and on and on and on so i think that as we go forward in this energy it's like surface level is just not something that we have time for anymore so if Uh. somebody is just like you know oh not go cancel him somebody said he you know like no we don't have time for that to just like that's the trick with Aquarius, right? It's two ways. It can either be someone who really, it can be someone like Bob Marley or Martin Luther King Jr., somebody who really helps move humanity forward with that kind of like cult mentality, or it can be very surface level, like this show Swarm that I've been watching, which is kind of going off of like Beyonce's fan base and like how that makes them go crazy. And like this girl ends up murdering people over it, right? Like you can go both ways with this. So like, Are you going to sheepishly follow the crowd into some surface level bullshit? Or are you going to utilize the crowd to transform and see the depth in all of us? Right. And And be be allowed to be uncomfortable. I think that that's a lot to like, um, just to notate on why I am not on the media, whatever, as much as possible is because I fucking shit out of my mouth all the time and i know that i could have got canceled like a minute and i have been listening to podcasts so many people all this stuff i've like listened to something the other day and they were like oh yeah i deleted everything from my past blah 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 i'm not gonna fucking do that i was that person i was a fucking drunk i used to do drugs i will tell you all of it i don't give a shit I don't have anything to hide. I fucking hate that people come on the internet and bully for, I'm getting on my high horse, and bully for no reason and cancel people and don't allow people to learn from it. What happened happened to constructive criticism? To be like, hey, hey, Nako, you're looking a little bad right now. Maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Instead of, let's cancel him! Like, fucking stop it. And the thing is, too, like with censorship, right? Because like if we start like, let's say you've got two different radicalized groups who have these different ideologies, if you allow them to fucking talk to each other, things will happen. But if you start censoring the other side, just so you can then all you're hearing is an echo chamber of your Uh. own ideologies. You're never being challenged. You're never looking at things any other way. You're just getting your ego is getting fluffed and fluffed uh, over what you already believe to be true. And that is, that's the definition of insanity. And that's a wasted life. Life is nothing but change and growth. If you're doing it right. Oh yeah. That Thursday feels, feels big. (laughs) (laughs) So basically Uh, be open-minded guys. If things are going to be happening on Thursday or if uncomfortable changes start to come up or whatever, be open-minded. Don't, don't resist the change. It has to happen. Yes. Yes. Just do it. Yeah. Okay. Friday, Saturn in Pisces is going to make a square to Venus in Gemini. So now Venus has had time to move like, I think three to four ish degrees into Gemini. So it's going to start making that square 
to Pisces. Uh, this is going to be this is going to be go with the flow again. That's always the challenge with mutable squares. Like, you know, the challenge with that is to just be going with the flow. And I think it's also like not letting again back to the humans being a distraction, right? You have this spiritual practice. You're being more responsible about it. You're implementing this into your life. Person comes over here and goes like, oh, I need you to be distracted from this. You know, like, are you going to uh, like break your flow? Are you going to break your flow? to be distracted or are you going to continue to go with the flow, right? Are you going to continue to go with the flow that you have implemented that you are holding yourself accountable to? What's hilarious yeah. is that I am going to um, a wrestling thing on Friday. And so it feels very like, you know, oh my God, we're going to have to do this now or, oh crap, we're doing this now or, oh, that's a, you know, like that kind of a feel, but it's, I, I enjoy those kind of things. I mean, we're literally going to Vegas when Mercury is retrograde and through our eclipse and everything. So I love that feeling. Um, not so much. Ease up on me, please, Sky Daddy. <laughs> I love it a little. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, enjoy the unpredictableness it's probably the aquarius sign like let me whatever scientifically study people but being at a big crowd when it's that kind of energy is hilarious to me yep yeah i think that it's it's like i always kind of envision it as like getting in and out of muggle world you know like i i don't know because that's how it feels to me when i go to like places where there's a lot of people like unawakened people you oh, know yeah. and then just watching them kind of like run on autopilot but they don't realize that like they are running by this program you know yep. and it's just i don't know it's interesting for sure i'm excited to see how that goes yeah is it like a big wrestling thing or yeah, just like, like wwe a or whatever yeah. I've never been to one of those. Oh my God. I've always, even when I was a little kid, I went to them. I loved that stuff. And now Cho, <clears throat> Cho likes it. He hasn't been getting into it as much lately. Um, and I don't like watch it really unless he does. Um, uh, but I like, I really like going in person. It's fun. I could imagine it would be. Yeah. I think it's like the old people. Okay. So like Claire, teenage Claire, Let's rush to the front of the stage at a fucking hardcore show, standing right next to the fucking thing. I'm deaf for a day and I'm like in the pit sometimes, whatever. This is like a soap opera and I get to sit on my ass and eat at the same time. And there's fun merch and there's fucking badass women that are doing this shit. It's really talented, you know? I don't know. It's hilarious. And it's funny. Yeah, it's entertaining. So yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope you have fun. That's Thank is it you. just you and Cho? Uh my friend Jameson and her boyfriend are coming. So cool. it's like a double date. Perfect. <sighs> um, I think that the only other thing that I had to say about Friday is so the moon is still in Aquarius. It's gonna make squares as it moves through Aquarius to everything in Taurus so back to like you know at first it'll square the north node then it'll square Uranus um and Mercury is also in Taurus um so just keep that in mind too like 
like Friday still, we still got a lot of squaring energy or friction, like conflict energy into Friday, but uh, go with the flow. And I think that the, ch yeah, the challenge, you know, is like when it's making those squares to Taurus is like Taurus can be stubborn about its own comfort. Go with the flow, make the changes. Again, we're kind of, you, we're facing this whole theme this whole yeah. week with this Plutonian okay stuff and these squares. being uncomfortable. Yeah. And then Saturday, uh, the moon's going to move into Pisces on Saturday night. And then it's going to make that conjunction to Saturn. So we're going to feel that Saturn Pisces vibe even more. So, you know, be prepared for like emotions on Saturday or cool, like, spiritual things happening maybe you're extra talking to the spirit realm that day maybe you're getting a lot of synchronicities maybe unexplainable shit is just happening in general and maybe you're having some like unexpected crazy emotions as well so just keep that in mind and i think that honestly like the weekend is pretty simple i mean like we get into that pisces energy it's gonna stay there through saturday and sunday uh and Sunday, Mercury is going to kind of start inching its way closer to Uranus. So you might kind of feel a little bit more of that unexpected stuff going on, but it's not even going to hit Uranus because it's going to retrograde, right? So it's going to kind of get close and then start moving backwards. Um, what day does retrograde happen? April 21st. Okay, next Friday. So, yeah, I think that's all I got to say about all week. It's a, uh, it's. What about Monday? Are we going to talk about Monday now or Monday on on Monday? Oh, maybe a little bit of a now. Okay, so let me get back there. So Monday, uh, the moon is still going to be in Pisces. Uh, I think for most of the day. Yep, for most of the day. And... It's going to be getting closer to Neptune. So the, and Monday is going to really amp up that Pisces energy, you know, because like Neptune is Pisces, then it's yeah. in Pisces, then there's the moon there, right? The moon is our intuition and our emotions. I mean, it's very Neptunian. It's a very mm -hmm. Neptunian day, right? Uh... Yeah, that, good day to meditate, good day to channel, good day to connect to anything. Yeah. That feels good. Yep. And that's about that's about it for Monday too. So Okay. So that's your week. So looking forward to <laughs> oh my God. It's gonna be weird because the deepness, I'm like, uh, you know. But it should be good. I like the moon and Capricorn. Yeah. Okay, well, let's uh, awkwardly transition into tarot. Wait, do you have human design stuff to say? So all I really wanted to touch on human design was with that Venus move because I like okay. to watch. I like to watch the transits in human design, just like when they move those gates, okay. you know. So okay. every time a planet moves into a new sign, I'm like, "Ooh, what gate is that?" But we, I don't want to do that with the moon because, like, holy shit, guys! Like the moon moves through like three gates in a sign so it's just a lot yeah okay so for some reason i was only feeling uh one card or two cards today so we have the ace of wands 
Um, this is out of the patch tarot. It says, as the primal condition and spark of divine spiritual will, the Ace of Wands is a symbol of inspired spirit moving through you. Nothing manifests here. It's purely the potential for divine forces to be present in your life. The manifestation of a specific potential takes place through your own spiritual willpower to be a conscious creator. I really like that in in context with the Jupiter conjunct yeah. sun because it's like the archetype too of like your purpose is like a thread and you're like, you know, pulling on to this thread, right? Like that is what you're following. Um, and then realizing what else is a distraction. So that's like kind of what I talked about. If you're following yourself, your own passion, your own authenticity, all of those things, then you're going to be, you're going to be reaping the rewards from that this week. Yes. Yeah. And your own spiritual, whatever. Yeah. I don't know if you said that. <clears throat> Hang on. This deck is so hard to find them. I'm using the alchemy one. Uh. <laughs> oh, found it. Oh, it's 111. Okay. Okay, I think that this says uh, Xanothis and Yellowing aging transitioning warning uh okay indicating transition the yellowing leads us into the next phase of our alchemical work oh i said it right i have been fucking that word up for weeks okay envision the yellowing as pages of a beloved novel or the ochre blanket of leaves in fall o-c-h-r-e okra no not like o-c H-R-E. Hang on. I got a fucking... I get obsessed with words sometimes. It just, just happens. O-C-H-R-E. Oh, it's like clay. It's the native clay. Like... Er, here, look. Look, 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 look. Like that. Okay. Oh, it's that color. That's the color. Okay. Ah, okay. Got it. Fuck, I would have never known that. Okay. So the brown blanket of leaves in fall. <laughs> this color seeps out to signify. Oh my God. If I would have fucking read on, it says this color. Okay. Um, this color seeps out to signify the beginning and of the end, a return to zero. Even a deep bruise finds a yellow tint as it reaches its final phases of healing. In contrast, yellow can be the marker of a long awaited growth as seen in the first rays of the sun and the cheer of the four Cynthia in February, whatever is message, whatever it's message, yellowing tells the truth. It leads us for, it leads us forward like the vibrant canary in the mind warning of what is to come to take heed. The transition is here, whether by yoke or by bile, how to respond is up to you. It's likely you already know. So it says, imagine a rainbow with no yellow. The colors remain static, disconnected, and the gift of yellow is the bridging of all phases. The full expression of life's spectrum. Yellow rides a fine line in art. The color is often interpreted as cheeriness, covering turmoil, as seen in the late paintings of Van Gogh. 
So going deeper, you could look at Terry O'Neill's photographs of David Bowie in 1974 and to ponder transition as a teacher. That was a lot. I thought a lot of like, again, that solar plexus, right? Like if you have a healthy solar, solar plexus, you know who you are, you know where you're going, you're decisive because you can feel through that energy center, what is right for you, what is not right for you. We are transforming into a way of being where we are following that and only that. So no more of this like, well, so-and-so says I should do that and society says I should do this and my fear says I should do that. And my traumas make me feel like I should do this. Like none of that, wow. like back to you, you know, wow. back to divine light shining you like rid the programming, rid the bullshit, rid other people's distractions. Like, what do you want? What do you need? What are you passionate about? Wow. Yeah. And just that, like, I love that it, the thing that stuck out to me is like the bruise. It's at the end of the bruise. Like this is going to be painful. You're going to have to leave people. You're going to have to leave friends. Like I get the image of like, you know, someone that was an addict or whatever. You can't hang out with those same people that you hung out with that whole time. You have to change your life and it hurts and it's painful and it's uncomfortable. And that's this whole week is going to like feel like that. So, but remember, let's go back to what the Ace of Wands was saying. What was it? That to me, it's have, just like that new gift. Yeah. Yeah, we have that spirit. We can get back into that. So whatever it is that you're wanting to change, make the change, but then implement that spiritual, maybe you meditate every day. Maybe you want to eat healthier. Maybe you want whatever. But this is that spiritual change to you. What feels good, that's what you do. What doesn't feel good, that's what you're leaving behind. It left a bruise, but that fucking heals. I really like that, like, okay, so, like, also, like, as you're figuring, you're, as you're following your path and, and chasing your passions and your dreams and all of that, a lot of what gets in the way is your head. You're thinking of all the logical reasons why this can't work or all whatever. All the bullshit comes into your head, right? The cool thing about spiritual connection, spiritual practice, Pisces energy, is that when we have also faith in our path, faith in our higher self and our calling and our purpose and all of that, then it's kind of like, yeah, there might not be a logical answer. Yeah, I'm scared because ABC could happen. Yes, it could happen, right? But like, I also have faith that I'm carried as long as I follow myself, as long yep. as I stay true to myself and my purpose. Yeah. I mean, I feel like for some reason I need to say like, this is something that a lot of people have never tried before and mm -hmm. a lot of other shit has failed. So why the fuck not try this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> for sure though. <clears throat> yeah. And it is All scary, right. you're right. Like it can even it can even play on your basic survival instincts. Yeah. You know, if you're like, I need to quit this job and start something else, like, yeah, you you might not know how you're gonna pay your bills. You might not know, you know, how you're gonna feed yourself or whatever. But like you get to decide what is the calculated risk that you can take based on faith, you know? Because you need to. Risk is yeah. part of growth and part of change. Yep. 
And we're both life coaches. So if you would like to join our services, we can help you and coach you through those transitions of time. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. yeah Ta- I mean, you say what? Yeah, you say. It. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of that, me and Claire have been, te- or Claire and I have been teaming up a little bit to help people together. So, you know, sometimes you can go out there and get a life coach and you just have your life coach. But if you decide to take a part of this cool view thing that we're doing, then you get both of us. And I think, and I'm not going to say, I think I know that when you are with both of us, you get double the transformation because you have double our uh, superpowers and Claire is a projector. She's like really good at seeing everything within you and spitting that out in a way that you'll understand, you know, because she can also feel how you understand things. And she's also really great at like, you know, delving into the spirit world and connecting with your passed away loved ones and your ancestors and stuff like that. And then I'm a reflector. So I am really good at showing you who you are. And I use human design and astrology and my own intuition and my own reflector aura or whatever to really be able to show you who you authentically are, you know, and help you see where this like programming and conditioning and all that stuff comes in. And Claire also kind of takes what I do in that realm and then makes it more like nurturing and comforting to you. So sometimes when people meet with me all by myself, it can be very kind of like cold and robotic and whatever. And so there's a lot of logic that comes from Erica and I like can make it more personal because I can feel you and I can speak to how you need to be spoken to. So um, she has so much knowledge that I do not have and I fucking enjoy working with her and we have been doing this and trying this out with people um, and it's been enjoyable. So um, we are offering this. So if you would like to get a session um, what we do is we start off with a, a combined session where we go over the human design and the astrology, and then we'll take it from there to go like, okay, if you need coaching, Reiki, energy healing, like it's very intuitive based and every single person's different. So <laughs> we can't just be like, ah, this is exactly how I do my regimen, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, clinical. Nah, we don't work that way. <laughs> yes, yes. And so it's very like, especially, you know, if you take that first session with us, which is very like informative. And then after that, we're kind of like, okay, we know what you need. We know what your goals are. And then we can like kind of formulate a path moving forward. So like mm-hmm. 100%, you're going to get major growth and transformation if you decide to utilize that. So yeah, get a hold yeah. of either of us if that's something that you are interested in. Yeah. And it's all areas of life. Like if you would like to tap into being more spiritual, tap into your gifts, if you want to be a medium, excuse me, or if you have grief to actually work through, or if you're getting through a divorce or blah, 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 blah. There's so many things like that. We can literally look at the blueprint of your life and be like, all right, we know how to do this. Let's do it. You know? So, yep. And I think it's cool too with both of our lives. Uh, and like, you know, like I have Claire, I have kids. And so if you are someone that's struggling in the parenting realm, that's like, you know, something that I can help you with. And then there, you know, there's a whole other half of the generation or our generation out there that doesn't want kids at all, you know, and that's something that like Claire is really knowledgeable in. And so I don't know, I think it's, 
it's a cool and she's almost knowledge. like 10 years younger than me too like seven or whatever but so you get more of the millennial and i get more of the elder millennials and older generations too so there's a lot we're pretty fucking cool so <laughs> we're gonna try Ooh. to figure this out also to like uh relationships like maybe you're needing to figure out like how you relate to your husband or how you relate to your kids or your mother or whatever like we're really good at that kind of stuff too mm -hmm. uh because that's a lot when you start pulling in multiple charts uh so we you know if we're having both of our heads into that is also helpful that would be awesome yeah okay well Make sure to check out all of our links and everything. Send us a message if you're looking into getting that session. Um, that's it. We love you. Have a good week. All the good energy and vibes to you all. Thank you so hey, bye. much. Bye. Bye.